Gabin Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. I'm sitting here admiring your penis My soap that you phallus. have here. Yes. It's very the sign veiny. of the patriarchy dwindling <laughs> down to nothing. Speaking of it that. It must be cold in here. Because <laughs> it's awfully tiny. Uh, <laughs> reminds me of somebody I know. Aww. Not recently, though. <laughs> I've been blessed. <laughs> I've been pretty blessed. You've been blessed with big dick? I really have. For like, I don't know how that happened. So, I guess that's why I'm a serial monogamous. You know, one episode, I want us to like our top 10 favorite penises. Oh, wow. Just 10? Just 10. Just 10? 10 favorites? Hmm. That's going to be hard. Okay, so <laughs> what are we gabbing about Pun today? Intended. Well, <laughs> feminism. Oh, can we be feminist and submissive in our BDSM lifestyle? Well, it depends on who you ask. Because right? there's a lot of people that say, no, you can't. I know. What do you think about that? So, all right. So Webster's definition of feminism is... The advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. I agree. I think that's my definition of feminism as well. Mine too. But I will go farther to say I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if I want to be submissive to my lover, to my man, to my dominant, I should be able to do so. Yes, I agree. We're in agreement. Now, in the same breath, while I'm being submissive to him, if I want to start my own business and become CEO of a penis soap making company, I should be able to do so. Absolutely. Are we not starting our empire with our (laughs) podcast at this very moment? Is it an empire? It will become one. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take over the world. (laughs) See, that's the fear. It is the fear. It's not equality. It's superiority. That's what the patriarchy fears, is that they will then be submissive to all. The patriarchy fears that they'll be reduced to um, semen and jokes. Because apparently, (laughs) according to South Park, that's all... Men are good for right now is semen and joke writing. You know, <laughs> I'd like to give them a run for their money on the joke writing. It's just that the main complaint is we're too wordy, <laughs> which, okay, guilty. 
However, I learned to write my jokes in the 140 characters like a tweet. So pow, pow, pow. We can do that. I wonder why women don't have more power because we do. We have all the power. Don't you know you're superior? I mean, I do know that I am superior. Literally, I'm not saying we are God because, you know, my belief system wouldn't allow that. However, we are able to. We are godlike because we literally create life. Now, you'll have some say, well, you can't create life without that sperm. That's true. That's true. But you got to have a host. Always. Men can't host. No. They can't host. Well, I don't know. This is true. Now, if you get into fluidity, then some will say they can. But okay, see, that's a you, dis- that's a discussion for another day. I know, way okay. way another right. one. So when, <laughs> when did you start your feminist journey, girl? I was born to a extremely feminist female. I was born in the mid '60s during the free love revolution, and my mother was very much. I am woman, hear my roar, with numbers too big to ignore. Man, I haven't even looked at the words of that song, but I probably know it by heart as a mantra in my house, because there was just, she was literally, like, she would reconstitute herself just to roll over in the grave to know (laughs) that I was a submissive female. Like, that was her one thing. Do not let a man tie you up under any circumstance do not do this and yet she was the main disciplinarian in the family often she was the main breadwinner in the family Mm -hmm. because even though my dad was very talented he had some serious anxiety issues he was a burn victim from when he was very young like it's a weird thing i know this is off the thing but i can look at somebody that has had severe burns all over them and it does not register like most people would be like, boom, boom, you know, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it's disturbing to see someone that's really burnt if you're not prepared for that. And for me, it just registers like, boom, burnt, you know, no big deal. So, so she had to be she had to be the force in the she, house. She was I mean, she was very outgoing and a Leo female. So right there, right there. Rudyard Kip- Kipling, you know, the female the species is more deadly than the male. Have had you to know? be the force in their home. Yeah, especially poor women in the South. Yeah. You know, a lot of topping from the bottom there, for sure. You know, that that's uh, a thing. So my mom, I was raised by Maud. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. And then there's Maud. Yes. Yes. And then there's Maud. And I, I love she, B. Arthur with all my heart. She looked like B. Arthur. It's a trip. <laughs> my mom did. I should show you even. And it's weird. In her younger days, she kind of looked like Dolly if she had on a big r- blonde wig. But, you know, she loves some Dolly Parton and she loved B. Arthur. But both look how smart and business savvy Dolly Parton is you know dolly parton is the person in my opinion who has taken her fame and her success and has went back and given everything that she's had to her community first of all dolly parton was truly raised poor and she was raised with good morals Mm -hmm. and she definitely understood what it was like to be the kid at the outside of the fair, not able to go in. So, yes, I mean, she has been all of the things that she could see in her community when 
Dolly Parton, when Dollywood started, definitely you could get in for free if you're a resident of Sevier County. Now it's a small fee because of gas prices and things like that. But still, you get a regular ticket. Anyway, she is a saint. Yeah. Dolly's a saint. We could do a whole episode on Dolly. And, and, you know, I hate that they've tried to make her political because she... She ain't having it, though. She does not do with that. I mean, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. And I think, you know... That's awesome. That's what makes her amazing. She just is who she is. You know, I've tried to be that way. It's a much smaller scale. I don't have the kind of dollars, but I have. There's been people that I have, you know, along their life's journey been like, girl, take this next step. What's keeping you from this next step? And they'd be like, well, you know, it costs money to do X, Y, Z. How much exactly? Here, do it and yeah. you know whether they ever do anything or not but but it costs nothing for good karma it costs gosh, nothing no. well and you know be supportive be supportive I have I think a lot of people just assumed I'm lesbian for a long time because I've been supportive of other females I rarely if I talk shit about you you deserve every bit of it but guess what I will co-sign it you know if I text something out you want to screen cap it and show it to whoever do it because i will 100 percent co-sign and usually it's truth i mean i'm i'm not just talking random shit it's truth and if you listen you may be a better person you may grow from it but i'm not malicious and i don't do things i mean heck for years and years and years and years i would not even entertain the thought of dating a black guy and not because i don't like black guys because they are very beautiful and wonderful it's because i had a black girl tell me please don't do that you take away our good guys or whatever which is weird that is weird but i felt but i i I used to do hair a lot i used to do a lot of i like to say ebony hair Mm -hmm. you know back in the day we call it ethnic but i like ebony i like the word ebony so that's how i'm going to describe people of color that are darker skinned as a beautiful ebony people but they just flat told me man this is what we hate we hate this because it's never it's never the crap guys you know it's always one of our good ones and it's like oh man yeah that sucks there's men everywhere i have men all over like fortunately for me latino ladies never said hey (laughs) don't date don't date latin men because man i'd be in trouble because i do like some latin men too I just like it's men. I like men. I like them all. Date who you want to date. <laughs> Absolutely. Date 100%. who you want to date. 100%. This came early in my life, yep. like in the 80s. And I was just like, oh, man. But okay. Sisterhood. You know? Because it was important to me to be cool to my sisters. So your mother was Maud. My mother was Maud. And by golly, you, you know, you're the power base you you be strong do what you want to do she really like if she had her way my life path would have went high school military she would have want she wanted me to be in the military and join you know travel the world and you know then business whatever and when i was like ah i'm not about that life i really commend women in the military oh, because yeah. my ass ain't going to do it well i'm 
Listen, um, I was raised first in the Midwest and then went to Pensacola, Florida and lived there like 30 years. I love me some military. I love military men, uh, the women that are in there. I'm in awe of. I was super excited. The first Blue Angel pilot, like Pensacola is home of the NA, you know, NAS, the mm-hmm. Naval Air Station and the Blue Angels. And that was a red letter day for me. I love all of the um, you know girl power articles when you see people succeeding I love to see women succeed I love women in business I love uh, seeing women rise up I hope that I have my daughter is a strong female role she is she's the main breadwinner in her family she supports her uh, boyfriend and his two children not because she has to but because she's in a position that she can do it and hopefully if you know they need any help or things like that he will participate in helping out the family which i'm sure he will but she's like no man i'll go i make a good salary i'll go to work every day you can do the you know gender roles screw gender roles my feminist journey didn't start until kind of later in life uh my mother though she was the matriarch of our household she was also a battered wife Mm. Um, with through several husbands not just one but several so there was that cycle of abuse that she broke when she would tell my sister and I don't ever let a man have hold over you yeah monetarily you know like you said tie you up don't ever let a man hit you don't Mm -hmm. ever let a man whatever and that is what has molded me and I think that we've broke the cycle there because I can tell you, if if a man hits me, we're going to town, baby. You better yeah. hope that you kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been pretty scrappy like my whole life. Uh, growing up with her as the matriarch of our family, um, I was encouraged to do things like not just play softball. I could play baseball on the boys team, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to build something, I could have use of the tools that were you know we didn't I could do whatever rode a bike jumped ramps you know all that kind of stuff whatever the guys were doing I was out there doing they called me a tomboy back in the day and so uh, that was encouraged I mean my mom had no problem I wanted underoo underwear I wanted boys underwear because they were cooler than girls underwear back in the day girls underwear basically either had flowers (laughs) or the days of the week were written on them like you're too damn dumb to change your underwear for the right day okay the days of the week panties (laughs) they lasted for what for one week and then you either lost a pair or (laughs) who knows (laughs) yes it was just awful yeah or you're wearing tuesday on a saturday and underoos man they had superheroes and everything that i was into on them so and that was cool but then the switch of that are all little boys outfits look like costumes like you maybe now I don't know my my son's like 25 years old now but when he was a little kid like I always had to dress him every day like oh a firefighter or a cop or whatever they didn't just have a regular shirt and pants they had granimals back unless you could maybe find them for ugh, it was horrible for him as a little boy trying to find stuff you could you could finally like easter time maybe find a shirt and pants but i'm saying when they're little before they're walking and stuff nope i was actually closer to my grandmother than i was Mm -hmm. to my mother because my mother 
was the sole breadwinner of our family and she had to work all the time. So I stayed with my grandmother most of the time. And she taught me how to cook, taught me how to clean, taught me how to sew, um, taught me how to bake. She was, even though she was in the role of that 50s housewife, Mm -hmm. because she stayed at home, my grandfather worked. um, My grandfather was also a pastor. She, that's how I learned. Well, they definitely probably had the theocracy in her household where God was the head, then her husband, then her, then the children. But I tell you this, when they were married uh, early on, my grandfather was like, not a great person. Mm-hmm. He's like a gambler and a drinker and just not a great person. And my grandmother said, look, either you find Jesus or we're done. Mm-hmm. And she gave him the ultimatum. And he did. He loved her more than he loved the drinking and the gambling. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And if if men live properly by what that book says, as far as a New Testament Because in the New Testament, it says, be subservient one to the other. Right. It's not just your wife is a doormat. Like you should not be. You should be elevated and taken care of. And if he loved her like that, then he didn't do her a disservice. It's when people use religion to keep someone in bondage or Mm -hmm. in slavery, because that is not what religion is for. But yet people use it for that. They constantly pervert Something that could be wonderful and balancing and give you a little more center. And they pervert it like everything else. Damn patriarchy. Ugh. <laughs> I can say that the older I get, the more feminist I get. Just because you have so much information now that you can on the Internet that you can just go and read and you read history And you just see that, you know, I'm going to sit here and say, and I'm generalizing, but I'm going to say that men are, you know, let's say 95% with them being in power, 95% of the problems today. You know what's sad? Some of the other 5% are women in power who aren't for other women. That's true. That's true, too. I mean, you know, if you really want to get right at it, there are a lot of females who hate other women, just don't like them. They're the enemy. They're competition. You should be eliminated at all cost. You know, you're out for something what dirty. Is that, though? There I has don't to understand. be something um, well, I think that, biological to that. You know, whether it be territory, watching your territory or whatever, who knows? Maybe. But, you know, I mentioned earlier the female of the species is more deadly than the male. That, <laughs> like, it's true, you know? Maybe because we have babies and and have to protect them until they're able to fend for themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But like in a lion pride, the female's the huntress. Right. Men just hang out and they're, "Ah," you know, the thing is, they got to go to battle, though. You know, they got to fight to the death Mm -hmm. to defend them. So it's like, yeah, we'll take care of everything else. But you're going to go die for us, Movo. You know? I, I don't know with females why they're they don't like us. So, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I do. I get it. But it's usually pitting against for men. What do, what do they think you're stealing? I don't know. What, what do you mean? Like when a, another female hates you or like when we do that, what yeah. what is it that they're stealing? You know, what's another woman trying to take from you that you got to be combative? And that's, I'm oh, trying to I figure see. out. Yeah, yeah I'm, fi- I'm trying to figure out what are they taking 
you know, what's the grand prize that you're going to get from being conniving and backstabbing to your other females, you know, like some people in power that, <laughs> you know, the reason I didn't vote for the last female president was because she literally sold out females in her camp. I, I wrote her off in the early 90s yeah, when she didn't stick up for herself when her husband got a blowjob in the Oval Office. She should have left. Like, even if it was not going to be permanent, yeah. she should have said, Bill, I can't kick you out of the White House, <laughs> but I'm publicly, you know, I would have sold the story to the Inquirer, so then you could have said, well, you know, I was a little peeved. I went to the hotel, <laughs> the Four Seasons, on his... <laughs> he footed the bill or whatever you know i bought a new me and chelsea got new you know i would have went on a shopping spree i'm going to everything that any misogynist man would say you'll destroy me oh you would have paid dearly and publicly just because you're the damn president you should know better how dare you take an advantage of somebody take advantage of a young girl yes. i mean well, I say young she, girl, listen, but she was like 22. We have kids That's, these age. Yeah. We know how dumb they are. Yes. And we also know how, listen, they are some of the most charismatic human beings on the planet. Like, on the planet. I saw them in Pensacola at an, a function, and I, I was just like... imagine her being very charismatic. You know, you know I, it's uncanny. She hmm. is. Interesting. Very, very, very charismatic. Very, but not enough to win the Oval Office. She wasn't because too much time passed. If she had ran not she long, got bitter. not long after Bill. Yeah. If she had run within, you know, during Barack's time, mm -hmm. which she was poised to do, we she might have she might have done it. She might have been able to do it. She might have pulled it off because. But the problem is over her last political thing, she had too many people, too many women brought serious issues to her that she ignored. Yeah, she punished them. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to move you over here and where you can't move up. And I'm going to keep these people, the predators in power. So either a they had some kind of incriminating evidence on her. Or B, she doesn't give a shit about other women, period. And that's not who we need to lead us. Agreed. So, so boom. why doesn't America want a woman president, a female president? I have no idea. Honestly, I really don't know. And like, for, for those of you out there who don't know, you might know. Joe. You don't know. Joe. You notice they never say Biden by his first name. They never say Joe Biden. And it's so you won't Google and find out what Joe Jorgensen's about. That's what they want. They they have literally kept her hidden. Yeah. They won't let her speak. She's on all 50 ballots, by the way. She's a libertarian candidate, which, of course, they're going to say, oh, they're crazy and nutty. And don't Them libertarians, to... all they want is their freaking freedom and, yeah, and, and just to be left alone. And oh, but they have such crazy ideas about X, Y, Z. And then nobody seems to realize, excuse me, we have two other branches of government mm -hmm. to keep whatever crazy ideas are in check. Who are not doing their fucking job right now. Not at all and haven't for the last four years. I'm sorry, but. You, you know, probably 40 years. Well, <laughs> since Reagan, we're not we're not going to get in there. <laughs> right. Even before Reagan. Yeah. Unless the job was to circumvent our freedom. <laughs> then they're doing a great job. 
Unless they want to keep us all in bondage and fighting. Perfect. Doing a fantastic job. Yep. yep, That's what they want. Keep them poor. Keep them dumb. And keep them fighting. Keep them sucking off our, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started. You probably have to. I'm going to have to bitch please myself. (laughs) But honestly, (laughs) what's the worst that could happen if a woman is president? What is the worst? What's the worst that could happen? Fresh (laughs) cookies? We get cookies. We get like what? I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna tampons. She's gonna give out tampons. She takes the tax off the tampons. She takes the tampon- oh, that, yeah the, the period that would tax be terrible. Off. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that would suck so bad. I don't even need them anymore. But I get it. No, I mean like serious. That's liberating. She might. She might create equality. Well, you know, I don't know because you know. Let's think about it. Oh, Margaret. She didn't do such a terrible job. I know people hated her as Thatcher. Yeah, I know people hated her as well. But heck, she was respected. They didn't, you know. Yeah, they didn't fuck with her. They didn't, and she stayed in Parliament for a really long time. So they didn't hate her immediately. I guess as her policies started switching. You know who I love, and I wanted her so bad to be the Democratic nominee if I couldn't have who I wanted to have is Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi, if you're listening, Gabbard, girl time, Gabbard, girl time. <laughs> that would be cool. She, person of color, mm-hmm. in the military, Boom. Uh, you know, served two tours in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. knows about that uh, industrial, military industrial you know complex bullshit. What I would like to see is her and Joe on the same ticket. Why not a female president and vice president? Uh, Boom. The other thing that I didn't like when the woman that was running last time was they acted as though she was the only person to get to that, yeah. you know, point. And yet I'm like, oh, hmm. um, I'm sorry, Geraldine Ferraro. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, I wonder how she's feeling right about now, <laughs> you know, and had she had a better running mate. And if they true, sy- she should have ran and he should have been her seriously for sure. But, you know, they systematically your personal sex life a crime until mm-hmm. the guy they like did it. That's what I don't dig. Ben, it's okay. So the problem sounds like the patriarchy. (laughs) It's the patriarchy. And also, you know, you get some hardcore feminists that say the females that support that ideology very much. Mm -hmm. It start. uh, They're going to sexualize everything, though. That's the problem is that everything is sexualized. Whoever they, the the talking heads, the talking points of it, even the feminist movement that started with, we want equal jobs, equal pay for equal jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, if we work 16 hours and we want overtime and to be treated the same, whatever, X, Y, Z, things like that, then it became, oh, but your sexuality, you need to be, now that's a thing. Oh, you're lesbian. You just want to be a feminist. You just hate you because you're a man hater. You don't even like men because you don't want to have sex with them. So therefore, you just you're looking at superiority and not equality. So that's what happens. It's the same thing that's happening right now with like BLM and stuff. You get people who are like, you just want to be superior to us, to whomever is, you know, not that you want equality. You just want superiority. And it's like, what? Excuse me? That mm. That's insane. But that's a little a, a little tidbit for me. I love men. I do. I fucking love men. Oh, I love, love everything love, about them. Love. What I don't like is 
Superiority. Yeah. (laughs) When you get into power, you want to oppress everybody else. What? In order to keep that power. The legislature, first of all, period, in America, female reproductive rights should not be legislated whatsoever. Absolutely. That should be 100% between your medical professional and yourself. Which is this whole mask mandate thing. I'm going to say... It's a public health issue. It's not a fucking political issue. But men Correct. who have complained, well, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. You can't tell me what to do with my body. I laugh my fucking ass off because it's like, oh, do you know how it feels now? Do you know how it feels to have somebody tell you that you have to do something that you don't want to do? It's the absolute equivalent of somebody <laughs> pinching you or poking you and you saying, oh, that hurts. And them going, no, it doesn't. What? (laughs) Excuse me? It doesn't hurt you. But don't freaking tell me what, you know. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the other thing. And when you have people in office who don't even know how uh, our reproductive organs work. Mm Mm-hmm. That's another problem. That's problematic. Did you not hear about the senators that were in there that really and truly didn't even know? Okay, an example. This isn't even senators. But when the first females went into space, men were so stupid about our anatomy (laughs) that they literally sent the first woman in space on like she was going to be there for like a week with a hundred tampons. A hundred? A hundred. In case she started while she was in space. Because they had no idea. They were like, I don't even know how much should be in the thing. So, uh, anyway, it's like, well, that's fun. But yeah, they sent her in space with 100. So, no, they don't need to legislate anything about our reproductive rights. Period. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. Just, just don't. So, that brings us... Like, we're getting close to the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been gabbing, gabbing, gabbing. We really have. We have. But, I mean, we're passionate I, about this. And you can, I do believe, there's a lot of people, though, that believe that you cannot be submissive to a man in this and be in this lifestyle. And that um, when you are, and that we like the things we like because we've been conditioned and groomed by the patriarchy since we were little, there are people who believe that we cannot be true feminists because we've been groomed by the patriarchy, that we don't really enjoy what we enjoy, but we've been groomed that men enjoy that, so therefore we that's why we do. Oh, well, I don't believe in that. <laughs> well, I don't. I haven't been groomed. I like what I like because it makes my underparts tingle. Right, that's, we discuss what and I like tingly in the I beginning. I like pleasure, well, and I'm not going to let another woman tell me that I'm wrong for liking what I like, because I'm not going to sit there and tell her what she can like yeah, and don't like. Exactly. Well, first of all, just even in the lifestyle period, as part of the BDSM lifestyle, the fact of the matter is when you are a sub, you that's where the power base is. You have all the power as a sub. So I might have if I'm a dominatrix, I may outwardly have all the power. But my sub ultimately is the most powerful one in our relationship. And if I'm not going to give a man that kind of power, 
And I'm in the top from the bottom, which is, you know. That's another episode. Yeah, definitely. But that's who I am as a person. I I know in my heart I'm superior. There you go. <laughs> so we got to wrap this up, Gail. It's getting, you know, our gabbing time is over. It is. It is. What's one thing you want to say about feminism you want our listeners to know? One thing about yeah, feminism? One thing. Yeah. You know, I know in my heart that we're superior. So, you know, that's enough. We don't have to demonstrate our superiority, but we definitely need to demonstrate our quality and let's lift up other females that's what i was gonna say i'm so sick and fucking tired of women degrading each other so tired of it yes just lift each other up Um, definitely you know if somebody accomplished if another woman accomplishes something don't be jealous of it tell her congratulations yeah help out be on the ground floor help lift them up and if you want to lift yourself up you know self-love is a thing yes Well, and be that change you want to be. Invest in other females. Yes. You know, I am pro females. Females, Females, get out there and run for office. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Please. Run for office. In your local government. (laughs) You can start with PTA if you're a mom. (laughs) Not kidding. I was a PTA mom. You can get me too. It's awful. But it gets you. You're into the government. You can sit on any city council meeting at all. You can find out those are the movers and shakers in your town. And usually that's what uh, issues really bother you. Your children, their education, what's going on behind the scenes. Figure out. And this is for everybody out there. Please, on November 3rd, which happens to be my birthday. Uh-huh. I know. Ugh. Election You're either going to give me a happy birthday or you're going to give me a shitty birthday. You're going to get a great birthday. But I want you to get out there and vote. Yeah, on vote. November third, definitely vote. Doesn't matter who, just go make your presence known. Exactly, do it. Put on a mask. You have a right. Go do it. Exercise that right. That's right. And locally, especially now, figure out who's on your local because that's really the government that affects you. So if we've pissed you off today, or if we've made you happy, you can email us <laughs> at gabandgirltime at gmail or you can. See me on Instagram. Talk to me at Gavin Gale time. And I am Bruce Tonsils on yes. Instagram. And we have a Facebook page too. Yes, Gavin Girl Time. It's a theme. Oh, I've, we also have a Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, diddle our Twitter. Diddle our Twitter. Diddle our Twitter. At Gavin Girl Time. And I think I'm Gavin Gale G on twitter now are you but it's gabin without the g without the g because there's another g and gail i I get oh so you're bright sometimes (laughs) and then alg because you know that's how it would look but anyway that's that's my personal twitter as always we thank you for listening oh my gosh you're the most important part of this yes without you we're just screaming into the void Which we do anyway. (laughs) But we thank you for listening to Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time.